We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Offer something to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You're listening to Setting the Pace, your go-to Pacers podcast with Alex Golden and Michael Focci. Miller for three. Oh, he backed it in. He backed it in. And the game is tied. We're going to overtime. Warren lets it fly. Yes. T.J. Warren is not human. Razor catches, shoots for three to win it. He hits it. Go. Brogdon for three. Let Got it. Go. it. O'Neal drives on Yao, puts it in! Duarte for three. Boom, baby! Anthony attacks Hibbert! Denies him at the rim! Karis LeVert, people don't realize how good he really is. LeVert, skies high for the jam! Stevenson passes into Sabonis for the basket! Jackson turns, fires, and hits! Smoke! Flips it to the big fella, fake shoots, and hands! What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Dwayne Washington Jr., and you're listening to Setting the Pace. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Setting the Pace. I got a feeling you're going to like this one, Fachi. Can you tell the people why they're going to like this episode? The man himself, the living legend, president of basketball operations, Kevin Pritchard. Woo! You're not going to want to miss this one. Yeah, no, want to just thank Kevin once again for coming on. This is his second time, his second appearance on Setting the Pace in less than a year. So really cool that he's jumped on the pod with us a few times, and we've had a lot to talk about when he's come on. So we're going to get into everything that I'm sure you guys are eager to hear about, the Edmund Sumner trade, the signing of Brad Wanamaker, injury updates to Karis LeVert and TJ Warren, and Fachi, anything else that you think is worth mentioning in, in terms of what we talked about in this podcast? I don't want to spoil it, but I feel like we covered just about everything, and it's just the perfect timing with the season right around the corner. Preseason has already began, and we can get you know straight from the views from KP himself. All right. Well, let's take a very short break, 
Guys, you do not want to miss it. Kevin Pritchard coming up right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, joining us now on Setting the Pace, he is the president of basketball operations for the Pacers. It is Kevin Pritchard. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be with you guys. All right, so yesterday during the game, we, we got a Woj bomb, and it officially became uh, official today. Edmund Sumner traded to the Brooklyn Nets. You guys then signed Brad Wanamaker. Can you talk a little bit about this trade and what you guys like about Brad Wanamaker? Well, um, there are two separate, you know, uh, transaction. Uh, the, the one with Edmund um, really was, Ed, Edmund's out for the year. Um, we, you know, when we look at Edmund, we have a huge affinity for him. Uh, mm-hmm. our, our, our medical staff has, you know, uh, done an incredible job uh, going through his rehab, you know, the last three or four years. And he's a pacer, uh, you know. He is. This is his home. Um, but with him being out, um, we felt like we needed the roster spot and uh, a little bit of the financial relief. But that wasn't the biggest. We felt like we needed a roster spot, and especially because of the other injuries. But we love Edmund. Um, I don't know what their plans are. But I could totally see Edmund back potentially. Um, we 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 think he's a, a really high character person. It was one of the hardest things even to do just to let him go in, in this trade. But you know you can never say what will happen in the future. But 
uh, we we really like Edmund, and he's going to go through uh, his his rehab. He'll attack it, and my guess is he'll be back better than ever. And um, you know, we'll we'll keep that open for the future for sure. And with with uh, Brad uh, Wanamaker, uh, you know, just having a third point guard, um, and you know, it's an it's a a contract that you know he's coming in. He's going to fight for his spot. Um, I remember him playing a couple years ago in Boston and having some really big games. Uh, we, we're, we're really looking to improve our defense. Um, I'm not sure last night was any, any indication, but that, that's going to be a real um, priority for Coach uh, Carlisle and, 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 and the, the team. So... Um, we felt like we this potentially adds another defender, but he's got to come in and make the team. Absolutely. I, I think every Pacer fan uh, loves Edmund Sumner. We miss him and wish him the very best. But, Kevin, in your no, time no with the Pacers. No doubt. Oh, absolutely. Kevin, in your time with the Pacers, have you ever seen buzz quite like this centered around our incoming rookies in Chris Duarte and Isaiah Jackson? Are you able to expand upon maybe what their role might be this season? Well,. We feel like we've really, you know, knocked it out of the park with both of them. To be, you know, I, I, you have to always be careful because it's early. But the one thing that we've seen with both of them is they're really committed to getting better. And uh, I think if you guys have spoke to them or see them in interviews, they 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 talk about the team. They talk about how they want to add value to the team. And um, we really were uh, attracted to that when we were going through the process of interviewing and and uh, going through that. But they've been impressive in camp. There's no doubt that uh, Coach Carlisle is talking about them playing. Uh, I think last night uh, both of them were really nervous to get in their first game. Uh, but I think they settled down and did some nice things. But we, we, we need some kind of fresh fresh legs out there. And the, the, the league is getting faster. And, and both guys, you know, really Chris is, is going to be an elite shooter. I think he's going to be one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And uh, with, with um, Isaiah, we really studied his defense. And he, he, he can really be a difference maker uh, on the defensive end, but what has really sort of been uh, shocking is he he has a better feel on the offensive end than we sort of anticipated. And you know there was a a thought early in the the draft, or you know right after the draft, um, that he would play in the G League, and I, he still may, but uh, you know it's a little bit to be determined yet because he's kind of playing himself into the full rotation. And if he does that, you know, at the 22nd pick, a uh, 19-year-old kid, that's going uh, to be really important for us. Yeah, I could tell last night you could see the nerves a little bit early on, and I felt like both of them settled down once they got themselves just acclimated with the, the speed of the game, and they'll continue to develop that. I have no doubt about it. Uh, really it's like not, what I've seen not, so far. It's not easy to go to the – to the garden for the first game, you know, that's uh, with a full house and, you know, screaming fans, 
yelling, you know, pretty tough things. That's not the easiest environment to go play your first uh, NBA game, but I think they did a nice job. <laughs> Absolutely. So I wanted to bring up something that you said in your press conference in the offseason, a couple things. You mentioned T.J. Warren a lot and the absence of not having him last season and how it could have impacted last year. So there was a lot of excitement to see what T.J. Warren can do under Carlisle. We're still not sure how he's doing with the injury out indefinitely. I wondered if you could give us an update on that. And then part two question for you here. You talked about challenging the guys to be a leader. And I'm curious who has really taken that you know, challenge that you've given them and really shown that they can be a leader of this team after they've come back this offseason? I'll answer the second one first. I think Malcolm has stepped up, and I think he really wants that role. Mm -hmm. Um, I I also think that this has a – we have a a chance at – you know, one of the things about this team that's a little unique is we've kind of got young vets, if that makes sense. Like, we've got guys that are between 26 and 28, um, but they've been in the league and – you know, a collection of those with, with, with a great coach. Um, uh, that's what our hope is, that they kind of grow up together a little bit. And uh, it's, a, you know, when, when you think about leadership in the NBA, it's, it's, it used to be you ha- we had these amazing leaders, you know, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and Magic. And, and as I'm studying, uh, you know, the Gen Zs and, Gen X and and how they kind of communicate, it's like they lead by community. Like when there's a an important decision to be made, they kind of tend to gravitate who's the expert. So maybe maybe there's a little bit of that in this locker room. But um, you know they get along really well. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is I really want to see them, you know, grow in terms of their communication. When we've had some really good teams in the past, they were able to kind of have open communication that, that you know, that, not that they get on each other, but they can they can have some really tough, uh, you know, uh, discussions. And if they do, they'll, they'll become better because they'll, they'll gain some trust. And, you know, it, it, it seems in this sort of new world with social media, it's, no one wants any criticisms, and I get it. No one likes that. But, you know, if you can have real positive talk in between the, the guys, I think there's a chance that multiple leaders uh, sort of bubble up to the top. Uh, as far as T.J. Warren goes, uh, he's doing well. Uh, he is slated for another uh, CT in the next week or 10 days, I believe. And at that point in time, I think we'll know a lot more. Um, we're really hopeful that uh, it, it's, it's going to be good news. Um, but we, we try to keep an open mind. The, the one thing that we, we, we just really try to do here is we, we, we spend a lot of time on, on care, uh, physical therapy, and we don't push too hard. We don't pull. We, we let each player... You know, when, when a guy gets a sprained ankle, it used to be in the old days, it was, okay, he's out a month or he's out two weeks, and it was a sort of standard. What we're finding out now is everybody is different. Every every player heals differently. They can absorb pain differently. They they know their bodies intrinsically better, um, and we know the body a lot better. So it, it's, it's really custom 
to every player and every single guy. It's it's sort of a good note uh, for us is we have basically four or five physical therapists. I don't know another team that has that. They may have, um, but we do a ton of pre and post work with every player every single day. So when they come to practice, they're getting you know preventative care. They're working out. They're having practice. They're eating. And then they have post-care uh, uh, physical therapy. So we really looked at this holistically, and hopefully we're attacking it from a, a better level. Oh, man, we can't wait to see uh, T.J. Warren back out there. But, you know, KP, you know, this fan base, they are hungry. Some could even say starving. But it is perhaps maybe nails to the chalkboard hearing us describe as a tough out, as the fans want to see more. What does this team need to improve upon in order to break through and really compete with the top teams in the East? Well, I'm a, I'm a big believer, and this came from, you know, 13 years ago when Larry was the president and, you know, I came, came here is, you know, there is something to be said for continuity. And, and, and you know, I had the, the – I was lucky for – you know, 10 or 11 years when I was a leader of an organization, Nate McMillan was my coach, and that's the only coach I had. And, you know, we had last year, and it didn't go as planned. But, you know, Coach Carlisle is going to put in his system. It's going to take some time. But I think continuity is going to be really important because what happens is, you know, and I take full blame for this, um, it's hard to pick up an offense. It's hard to pick up a defense. It's hard to understand your teammates' strengths and weaknesses. Now, the, the big challenge in today's NBA is shorter contracts, more trades, um, more movement for players um, in shorter amounts of time. And, you know, we have to decide here, you know, what, what, what can we do for our competitive balance and um, our, our competitive uh, strengths. And we, we want to create a great atmosphere that players can come here and they know that they're going to get better at basketball and they're going to be treated with, you know, great respect and we're going to make this a great experience for them. And, and we, we're obsessed on those things. And, you know, we were able to get Malcolm and I, I see that our, our culture you know, we'll grow with uh, Rick and um, with with some continuity. I think we have a chance to be a, a pretty good team. And it may not. I mean, looking at our schedule early on, it's 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 challenging. It's one of the most challenging. But I think this team will grow every month and it'll get better. And by the end of the year, I think we could have a tough team to beat. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited to see how this team develops under Rick Carlisle. But not just Carlisle, this coaching staff and. He's put together a really nice group of coaches, and I want you to elaborate a little bit more on this coaching staff and what you've seen so far that you like about these uh, men and female that are working for the team. Well, I don't know if I've ever seen as a talented uh, group of coaches. Um, what what has been really uh, exciting is when we sat down and and signed Rick. He kind of, he said, here's what I want. Here's what I want to go do with my assistants. And he did it. And he brought in a ton of experience, but sort of some really young and up and 
up-and-coming guys. It's sort of like our team in a way. Um, but Lloyd, you know, his – Lloyd, Coach Pierce, his experience with Pop and, you know, USA Basketball and Ronald with the Butler and Indiana ties and Mike, Coach Mike uh, Weiner, who was with our summer league. I mean, he did a phenomenal job – we just see a, a, a group of coaches that if I was going to sort of paint it into one, one word or a couple words is I think they're kind of over themselves and it's all about how we can develop this group of guys. So um, excited to see those guys grow with, uh, with our head coach as well. You know, I mean, I'm really excited about this coaching staff. I really feel like you got a lot of great experience, just like you mentioned. Uh, one thing that, you know, we've seen DeMontis Sabonis improve in various aspects of his game the last few years, which has made him a two-time All-Star. Well, while we've heard that he's working hard on improving his three-point shot, is perhaps a consistent mid-range shot or a three-point shot what separates him from maybe being an All-Star to an All-NBA player? Hmm. Well, I do think shooting is, you know, the, the league has really changed the last four or five years. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost as if a few players came in the league, changed the game from a three-point uh, standpoint, and now everybody's begging for shooters. So uh, Domas has got to to uh, become a, a better shooter. But for me... Um, when, when Domas can be on the court and have a defensive presence as well, because his DHOs, his dribble handoffs, his passing, I mean, we really rely on those kind of things. And I think he's one of the best screeners, which, you know, for a, a big, a young big, if you're watching basketball, watch the way Domas screens. It's a work of art. And, you know, for me, it's you just got to keep getting better. But shooting, having a more defensive presence, um, and then just being a, a more of a facilitator in in making maybe not the pass for an assist, but the the the, the first pass that leads to the assist. Sort of, you know, doing that. But we've been doing that with him, and and he's grown into that role, and. You know, we need him to have a big year for us to have a good year. All right, KP, I know we got to let you go here in a minute. So me and Fachi both have one more question to ask you. So my question here, and I, I just have to ask it. Unfortunately, we've talked about TJ Warren's injury. We heard about Karis Lavert with the stress fracture in his back. And it's just, you know, it's almost become a running joke. Like the Pacers can't stay healthy. They can't all be healthy at once. And, I'm curious, one, if you have any updates on Karis LeVert, and and two, the struggles of trying to build a team and getting guys on the roster that have an injury history, but trying to overcome that to to, to put together a team that you believe can be super competitive. Well, I mean, in one word, it's heart-wrenching. And not, (laughs) not, not necessarily, you know, for me, um... But for the player, too, I mean, you know, what happens is you get very close to players. It's just the natural tendency. You're with them every day. You're, you know, you're talking to them. You're joking. And you, 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 you gain this relationship that's, quite frankly, special because you're, 
I don't like the word boss. You're, you're a partner with him in this in this business, and you see guys, you know, start in the as a rookie and grow on and do great things on and off the court, and so you grow very close. So it's hard for me when a, a player gets injured. Edmonds' injury sucked. It, it causes me sleepless nights. Um, one of the most challenging things. Now take that sort of uh, away. Uh, building a team, it, it's almost impossible to build a team with the injuries we've had. I am very proud that uh, our guys compete still and 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 want to play the right way. Um, last year was a little bit of an aberration, but. Over the 13 years, we've made the playoffs, I think, 11. And the two times we didn't, it was by one game. So we, we take making the playoffs very serious. And it's challenging. As challenging uh, in the business as I've ever had is going through the injuries we've gone through. And, and, and on one hand, it's been as hard. But on the other hand, how proud I've been that we haven't punted and Given up and you know saying who cares about making the playoffs? The guys have still competed. I think when they put the Pacer uniform on, it means something, and uh, I think it's a real testament to Herb and the organization. It's that that we 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 want to be competitive year in year out. Absolutely. I mean, when you mentioned about missing the playoffs, we've seen even dynasties fall short of making the playoffs recently in the Spurs the Warriors, and for whatever reason, last year, it, it just it wasn't the Pacers' year. However, what feels different about this team that has you excited that things are going to be different this year? Well, quite frankly, at the end of last year, we had Chad and I, uh, Chad Buchanan, my, my general manager, we had a lot of one-on-one conversations, um, I think we both looked in the mirror and said, how can we do this better? Um, we asked for a lot of support around here. And one of the things that came out is how important it is to have an experienced coach. It's, it's Look, Nate Bjorkren is going to be a really good NBA head coach. But coming into a situation where it was win – it's very challenging to handle the ups and downs. And I think the downs got really, really hard last year for all of us. But I think understanding that it's a long season, having an experienced head coach, looking at guys eye to eye and saying, what can we do better as an organization for the players? And then in retrospect or, uh, and then asking them, they have to be better for the organization. So it was a little bit of a two-way street. And I think you're going to see, no matter what our, what our ceiling is, I think this team will hit it because I think they're committed to, to not, you know, to, to having a good culture, to playing the right way, to being respected in this league. And so uh, I'm, I'm confident that, that whatever our ceiling is, this team will reach it. And – all healthy, uh, we're going to be a tough out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see this team fully healthy, see what they can do. Kevin, I know we got to let you run. Thank you so much for joining us, and hope you uh, 
Hope you have a great season. We're wishing you guys nothing but the best and that we can get all these guys back on the court, healthy, and ready to play some basketball. Glad to be on. You guys have a great year. Enjoy your Twitter feed. Enjoy your podcast. Have a great year, and hopefully there's some really cool things to talk about. Thanks a lot, KP. We appreciate it. All right, Fachi, there it is. Kevin Pritchard, once again, on setting the pace. So cool that we're able to talk to the president of basketball operations, and I will never uh, forget these conversations we've had. It really means a lot, having someone that high up running the Pacers coming on our podcast to let us know kind of the inside of, of what he's thinking and how he's going about building this team. Absolutely. I mean, Alex, like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know another president of, of any team that's doing what Kevin Pritchard's doing. I mean, second time on the show, it, it's just maybe you might hear from these guys maybe once ever. But no, Kevin coming back on the show, being honest about the team, talking about, I mean, he even took the blame in some scenarios. You're not hearing that from other front offices. You just don't hear from them at all. Yeah, no, no, it's really true. So I want to thank Kevin once again for just being so open and honest with us and, and being willing to come on. But lots of good stuff to take there. I don't want to talk too much about it right now because it's just what he said. I think we need to let it uh, let it sit and let people just think about what he said. And, you know, Kevin's really good at what he does. So I uh, I always enjoy hearing KP talk. Absolutely. I mean, it, it had me fired up for the season. I feel like, hey. The first preseason game, guys, that means close to nothing. That is no justification of how this season is going. Even talked about how some of the rookies were a bit nervous, and obviously we were without Karis LeVert and TJ Warren. So fear not, sit back, the best is yet ahead. Yeah, no doubt about it, Fachi. I think if you're a fan of this episode right here, you're going to really enjoy our next episode. We're going to have Scott Agnes on Thursday night. Just talk a little bit about training camp, what he saw in preseason game number one, what he's looking forward to seeing in preseason game number two on Friday. But aside from that, Fachi, where can people find us at on social media? So you could find us on Twitter at SettingThePace3. You could find Alex on Twitter at AlexBoldenNBA. I can be found on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. You could find us on Facebook at SettingThePace. You could find us on TikTok at SettingThePace. And if you're a fan of Chris Duarte's pump fake, step in, Knockdown jumper, say these three words. Let's go, Pacers! Oh, we have some smothered chicken on that one! Smothered chicken!